Welcome to the Life of a Gentleman podcast, the number one podcast that motivates you to be your best with conversations about business, fashion, and living the gentleman's lifestyle. We interview the hottest influencers, content creators, and business owners so you get the inside story. We'll also discuss entrepreneurship and inspire you to chase after your dreams. Whether you're looking to advance your career, increase your style, or just discover the best new products, you're in the right place. And ladies, we know you're listening. This show isn't just for the fellas. It's about living your best life. And now, here's your host, award-winning author, entrepreneur, and modern-day gentleman, Richard Taylor. Hey, Rich, let's start the show. Thank you for that introduction. And guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We have been on a little bit of a break, but we are back stronger than ever. Today's episode is going to be amazing. We have three guests lined up that are going to blow you away. We're talking about fashion today. We're talking about entrepreneurship today. So this is the place to be. Before we get into that, let me welcome in my partner in crime for the show. Dennis, welcome how you doing, guys? I'm excited to be on this uh, episode. Um, I love the guests you got on so far, and uh, I look forward to hearing what they have to say, man. And as far as ourselves, we have a whole lot to say, Richard. Yeah, it's really been great because this show is all about blending the two worlds of fashion and entrepreneurship, and today's guests do a great job of doing that, but also our discussion that we're about to get into right before we get started with the guest portion of the show coincides perfectly with that because everybody's on social media these days, and what do they want to do when they get on social media, Dennis? They want to promote whatever, if they have a brand... Photography brand, personal brand, clothing brand, shoe brand, uh, anything that, um, you know, has revenue, pretty much. So, everybody's promoting nowadays. Uh, I, Instagram is less about numbers and more about content, Richard, which is, you know, it's different from, what, three, four years ago, Rich, when it was really, really about how many times you post, how many likes you get, how many comments you yeah, exactly. Everybody wants to build a personal brand on social media, Instagram in particular. And one of the crazy things about it is the algorithm, you know, it's always changing and there's no need to panic. Like you said, focus on making good content and focus on growing your personal brand. And that's the key word for this segment of the show, growing a personal brand, or if you have a business, growing your business brand on social media. And the funny thing is, Dennis and I have started to go down the road of helping other people do just that. But we're going to speak to why it's so important to do that through photography, because in my opinion, you know, photography can help tell a story. I don't know how you feel about Dennis. Absolutely. Just um, take a look at our pictures for a second. Um, We're doing photo shoots you know, pretty much on a weekly basis, Rich. And through those photo shoots, you kind of you kind of see who we are. And uh, a lot of it is part of branding. I mean, I really, Richard, to be honest with you, I really don't post anything that has not a brand in it, pretty much. So what I wanted to do is kind of reach out to uh, businesses uh, and kind of like, you know, have us create some of the content that we create for them and I'm excited to take on that journey Richard because I think it's going to do very well yeah, I agree. And it's funny, over the years, you know, with the podcast, with just connecting and doing this, networking, we've been to distilleries, hotels, restaurants, uh, barbershops that are upscale and done photo shoots there and helped them promote their businesses in that way. So now, maybe we step out of the pictures and we kind of play a director's role and kind of help them bring their story to life. That's been exciting, reaching out and talking to different businesses, some potential opportunities for us to go in and do that. That's very exciting. And if you're somebody that's listening to the show that wants to do that, um, and by that, I mean, grow your own personal brand, this is really something that you need to think about investing in. 
People invest in the advertising for their business, but investing in professional quality photography is equally as important in today's digital landscape, right? Absolutely. For example, you've been here, what, uh, two times in the last three to four months? And it's gone pretty great, you know I mean? You get to see DC has a lot to offer. Um, there's a lot of businesses booming here, and they need that extra push, you know, um, especially when it comes to marketing. Marketing is a key, you know, it kind of creates new revenue for the business and for yourself, in a sense, Rich. Yeah, exactly. DC has been great. I, I always love it when I visit there. And you're right, the tourism industries there, uh, the vibrant nightlife. So there's a lot of opportunity there. And then where I'm at here in Detroit is also the same way. The city is revitalizing, is is back to life. It's it's really booming downtown Detroit. And so the opportunity for us to connect with brands and startups and just bloggers, people who are interested in growing their online brand, it's exciting. And that's something you guys will hear about more and more over the next few episodes. And as the show continues to grow, we'll update you on our progress. But it's definitely exciting news. Glad we got a chance to kind of chop it up and talk about it. But as far as today's episode, what's coming up, one of the things that I'm excited about is one of the topics. I want to get your taste on this, Dennis, because one of the topics that I'll be talking about with our special guest is why people try to play and act like they're rich or that they have more than what they have. You know, let me just get your take on that just to kind of whet everybody's appetite on what's to come. Well, very simple, Rich. Um, I'll, I'll put it this way, my man. You know, people always ask me on social media, how come I don't dissect uh, fashion and how to wear something or how to put it? Because I think it's, it's amateur. You know, I'm not going to tell somebody, um, okay, this is fall season. You should bring out your sweater. You should bring out your corduroy. It's too simple for me. I don't want to disrespect my followers by doing that. So uh, that's what that gave in mind that I have. I really like it. Um, you should wear this or that or, go, or this goes with that. Um, that's why I kind of like the whole aspect of staying away from the fashion thing and just coming into the photography business. And, uh, kind of like helping brands it feels more genuine to me how do you feel about that no 100% Um, definitely looking forward to that and uh, the topic that I had mentioned about why people try to present themselves as maybe being more well off than what they really are it, it all ties back into this whole social media thing and people wanting to uh, put out a certain persona a certain lifestyle and it's going to be interesting when you hear that conversation. But let me get your opinion, too, on this. Also, another one of our guests this week is a woman that is in a predominantly male-dominated field of custom clothing. How would you personally feel about working with a woman on constructing, let's say, your next uh, new custom suit? I don't have a problem with it, to be honest with you. I've had um, some of my, you know, custom suits have sizes been taken in by, by females, and they've done an excellent job. So um, I think they're as accomplished as a male to do this, and I'm very excited to see that moving forward. Where, you know, same thing with guys. You know, gentlemen are just not selling male or men suits now. They're selling suits for women. Because fashion's changed, you know, it's taking it back to um, the 80s where women used to wear suits similar to what men do now. Yeah, exactly. And they're doing it in such a way that they're absolutely killing it. And so today's guest, who you guys are about to meet in just a second, is doing just that. I'm excited to have her on because she's doing amazing things. And like you said, uh, a lot of times it's even a better experience working with women. So, hey, you know what, Dennis? Uh, let's let's stop talking. Let's get into the interview portion of the show. But before we do that, let everybody know how they can follow you and, and get in touch with you if they want to learn more about getting some photography done in the D.C. area or helping uh, get styled because we know you do that as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love the stunning aspect to it too. If it's done in a genuine way, so and the photography's coming with me and Richard, we're gonna be taking on a lot of new projects with bands. So uh, my name is, you know, Dennis Styles. You can find me on Instagram, Dennis underscore Styles. And um, I hope to see you guys either reach out or you know, I'll see you around. All right, Dennis. It is time to get into the interview portion of the show. It's jam-packed this week. Let's go. Now, it's time for the Entrepreneur Spotlight. Real professionals, real business owners, and entrepreneurs drop in and drop jewels on us. Looking to learn from others that have done it? Ready to get your business really rolling? Sit back and buckle up. Our experts are ready to inspire. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the interview portion of the show And this is my favorite part of the show. You guys know that because I get to talk to amazing people doing wonderful things in the world of fashion and entrepreneurship. And today we have a special guest with us. And I am so grateful and glad to introduce Ksenia from Ian Rios, New York. How's it going today? Hi, Richard. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I am glad we could connect. There's been a couple of technical difficulties that we won't talk about any further, but I, <laughs> I'm so glad we got to uh, make this interview happen because, as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of yours. I love the work that oh, you're doing. So you're welcome. And so I thought you would bring value and a great interview to the show. So... You know, here we are. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> oh, definitely. I have no doubt. So, you know, usually I just open it up to people who come on and just give them a chance to give a brief introduction about who they are and what they do. So let's do that. Sure, absolutely. Yes. Um, so, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Oksana. My friends call us, uh, also call me Ksenia. <laughs> um, I am the owner and custom clothier of Ian Rios, New York. We are a custom clothing company based uh, in Manhattan with offices on Madison Avenue. Um, we focus on professional and smart casual wear for men and women, and we make sure that we offer equal services and products for men and women. I think it is very important. Um, and we specialize pretty much in uh, everything suits, uh, tuxedos, uh, sport jackets, shirts, as well as uh, casual wear, jeans, and knitwear. Everything is fully customizable, so nothing is mass produced. And yeah, we love what we do. <laughs> yeah, you guys do amazing things. And what I love about you is that. You do have the focus on women's wear too. A lot of times on Instagram in particular, where a lot of people hear custom clothier, they just think about guys in suits. But you guys oh my God. provide yeah, so true. much for women. Can you speak a little bit more about that just for a second? Absolutely. Um, we, you know, it is true that a lot of custom clothiers are men and it is it has been a men's industry for centuries but we do see we do see a trend right now for uh, women's uh, professional wear and especially women's suits and um, you know when I and we'll talk more about but when I took over the business um, a couple of years ago I love you know wear suits you know like I go all in I wear a shirt a tie you know I wear three-piece suits so I think we started to get more exposure because of how I dress and because you know I am the owner of the company and more and more women they they want to step up their suit game you know they realize that why going online and do all of this trouble of trying to find something or even just i go to uh retail stores and you know you have this issue of having uh you know like you can't find your size and then if you find your size you then can't find a style that you want so with custom clothing all of these issues are actually easily resolved you know you you get your measurement taken you get to choose from unlimited options um you know fabric buttons uh, cuts so i think i am i am extremely proud that we really nailed women's suiting as well you know with due respect um men's suiting because the truth is um men are our uh, 
main clientele still. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. You know, I've, I've gone shopping yeah. plenty of times with my wife and we're in and out of the dressing room. Sometimes I'm sitting there on my phone and you yeah. know what? This would eliminate that. She could have her sizes. Boom. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, the like one more quick word on that, but the fun uh, part of that, once you have your measurements in file, then it's so easy. We have a lot of uh, customers from, you know, different states, like all over the country, even from the Europe. So you just need to uh, pretty much to have one personal meeting with us to get your measurements in file. And then um, it could be done remotely. You know, you could just like be like, hey, Ksenia, you know what? I'm on the market for like a new suit or like for a new jacket. Um, send me some options. Here's what I'm thinking. And then we do it, you know, via the email or over the phone. Just like pretty much choose the fabrics, you know, style it and boom, we ship it straight to them. It's truly life changing. It is. It sounds great. And I can't wait to dive into this a little bit more. The process, <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. let everybody know exactly how it's done. But let's let's take a step back just for a moment. Let's tell everybody how you got started in this. That's an interesting story. Yes. Oh my God, it is. I'll, I'll really try to keep it short, Richard. <laughs> okay. So, um, I'm originally from Ukraine. I graduated with Masters in Finance, which is extremely useful um, because I know how to put a business together. And I had started a business back in Ukraine with a lot of e-commerce and I was traveling a lot for business. And um, I went to New York a couple of times and one of, one, on one of such trips, I met Kristen Charles. Clifton Charles, um, he used to be a very successful custom clothier um, and, you know, we sit in touch and then later on he offered me a position um, to help him grow his business in New York. And, you know, I always love New York, absolutely, so I, I accepted it and I learned so much from that experience. I learned everything about style, fashion, custom clothing business. And um, it was back then when I actually met Ian Rios. Ian Rios, um, back in 2014, he was starting his um, own custom clothing business. And, you know, life happened and Ian and I, we got to work together and we built Ian Rios New York. We've been very successful. We've been featured, I don't know if you've heard of this uh, TV show on Bravo, uh, Million Dollar List in New York. Yes. We've been, um, yeah, we've been featured in a couple of episodes there. Um, like lots of media uh, exposure. Having a we have amazing clients. Truly blessed. But you know, um, along the way, a couple of years ago, Ian and his wife Tara, they had a baby, and they wanted to be closer to their family in Australia because Tara um, is actually Australian. So. Ian and I, we made an arrangement and um, that I would buy his um, share of the business because we were partners already and, you know, Ian would just stay on as our representative in Australia. So now, you know, it's been great for everybody. Um, now we are expanding our presence in Australia. Um, it's been quite well. It's been going <laughs> quite well because Australia's market is not as saturated as uh, U.S. market. Um, but, you know, just like a few words, like the truth is nothing really changed um, because I was already run running the business behind the scenes. So the only thing that has changed after um, Ian moved to Australia was that I would just become a point of contact for Ian's previous clients. Uh, the company is growing. We are way, you know, more than what we used to be. Um, we are truly blessed, and I don't want to spoil it, but we are rebranding and we are working on some really great things. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, we definitely will. We'll stay tuned to hear all the updates and everything that you have coming along. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Definitely. Now, how, how about exciting, some... It's exciting, but it's a lot of work. Oh, definitely. As an entrepreneur, isn't it always, though? <laughs> it's always a lot of work. But it sounds like it sounds like it's a lot of fun, too. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I yeah. enjoy the ride. You know what they say? It's not about the destination. It's about the, um, 
travel into it, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Now, mm-hmm. everything, you know, this show is all about entrepreneurship. So we want to be real. We, we don't want everybody to think that it's just easy. So um, what challenges have there been? As a, a custom clothier and, and also working with the demographic of a lot of different guys, as you mentioned, your partner stepped away from the business. Has it presented any challenges at all? You know, um, we are woman-owned and operated business, and I think there is some truth that being a woman in a <laughs> men's uh, industry, there are some challenges to it. But I gotta be honest, I don't think we, you know, I don't think my challenges are um, way different than you know any other women face in other industries. Yeah. Um, if I talk about you know myself, like generally, I have to work always. I have to work twice as hard to get the same credibility. Um, but the truth is, you know, if you do a great job, you know, if you truly treat your customers. Um, to your best ability, you know, to, because the truth, like mistakes happen, you know, and it's all about how you handle situations that aren't pleasant. Um, but the truth is, you know, if you really put yourself into it, put your heart in your work, um, our clients, we have a great percentage of people who stay with us throughout the years. They, they love the service. They, they love women's opinions. You know, it is true. Who, who doesn't? <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, people love working with us. Um, I have to be open with it. Um, and, you know, if you do a great job, people most likely stick with it. And sure, we have some, you know, down times when, you know, something happens, you know, if the factory did a mistake and you have to, you know, say bad news to a client. But then again, it's like in every other business. You just have to really... Uh, know that it's not the end of the world that everything is figure outable right and yeah. just uh, do your best just do your best and your clients will appreciate it I like that and, and that's so true it's so true customer service is everything yeah. it'll get you everywhere so let, let's talk about the process working with you. You mentioned that we don't have to be in New York to work with you. So what is it like if somebody's in a different city or a different location and they, they want to work with you because they're drawn to your personality? Right. Um, well, the process is easy. It's fun and it's simple. Um, I have to say right away that it is preferred if we meet in person. And um, I'll just quickly describe the process. Um, For example, if we meet in New York, we have a studio on Madison Avenue. We are also, we do travel to uh, clients' offices or homes if it is more convenient to them. Uh, now, nice. if you uh, if you get to our studio, into our showroom, we may uh, treat you some Macallan. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's always a good uh, little something to, to when you choose fabrics. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, it, it takes the pressure off. Uh, so we uh, the process we start with getting to know. Uh, a client you know we ask what is the occasion um how do you want to look how do you want to feel in what we're going to create for you and then we offer a couple of uh fabrics and we start to narrow down we you know discuss the the performance um you know different uh, um weave and all that and then once we have some options uh down we start uh, looking at some designs, you know, start looking at some buttons and some linings. Everything with us is complimentary, so we do not charge, you know, like $20 for a monogram or like for like horn buttons more. We think that it actually uh, stops people from truly having fun when they design things. So our pricing are all inclusive, so people can go as crazy as they want, you know. It's truly, there is no limit to imagination and to our customizable options are limited so once we have the style down we start taking measurements we take a lot of measurements to ensure the fit and we discuss uh fit preference because you know different people they like to wear stuff uh, differently and then um 
in about four to six weeks, um, we usually meet again for the first fitting. Because we do uh, both, we do made to measure and bespoke. Usually, if it, if, if it is made to measure, people just like have like a walkout fit. You know, it's like it's, it's truly amazing. We we can narrow it down, like we can nail it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and then you know, if they are not in New York, we, we ship it to them. Now, alterations. You know, if there are any alterations, they're all part of the service, so it's all like, included in the price. Now, if a person is um, is not in New York and they can't travel, we do have a, like a remote process that um, requires us to have a video call together. Then, um, you know, we would then again we would try to get to know them. What is the occasion? And then uh, the most important part with remote is uh, having your measurements taken. We have uh, instructions. We can either guide them. Via the video call, you know, I'll have my colleague measure me, or I'll, or I'll measure my colleague, and then the person on the other line will have a family member that would follow our directions, and we will see exactly how they measure. So we will be able to, you know, adjust that. Or they also can just like, you know, print instructions and go to a local tailor, and that also is doable. So there are some options to make it happen remotely. Nice, nice. Something for everybody. I love that. I love that. Yeah, we try to we try to accommodate everybody. <laughs> Definitely. Now, I want to ask, what's one thing that you wish more people knew about custom clothing? Right. Well, um, I think I would really want for people to know that it is not that complicated. It is not unattainable or some sort of extravagant luxury. You know, um, and also it is sustainable. If you mm. think about mass-produced fashion brands, uh, and you know they they would rather dump tons of unsold cheap clothing into landfill than oversaturate the market next year. You know, it is cheap. It uses cheap labor, cheap chemicals, cheap materials, and like think twice. Then you know when when you buy five ten dollar uh, dress or you know uh, pants and on the other hand custom clothing offers a solution to this problem creating a tireless and long-lasting wardrobe that will endure i love that and i never really thought about it that way because you're right everything's mass produced what do they do with all of it yeah. if they don't sell it if they can't clearance it out at exactly. you know the discount stores it's a huge problem it's a huge problem so if, if you're a fan of, you know, sustainability, being green yes. and, and being eco-friendly, then custom clothing is something you really need to look into then, I would say. Yeah. And, you know, we do see a huge shift in people's minds. Um, it, it's been, it, it's happening. It's happening, Richard. And, you know, uh, also last night, my husband and I we were talking about this and, um, he, he said a great phrase that I actually wrote it down. I would like to share it if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, yeah. So he said, timeless and classic fashion transcends race. It transcends gender and personal background by appropriating the symbols of power and making them your own. Man, that was, I love it. yeah, that was, that was poetic and it was profound. I, yeah, that was, I know, I love it. <laughs> you you got to write that one down and, and maybe put that up on the wall in your office or something. Oh, like, great idea. I do have it written down on my phone. Yeah, that, that was beautiful. And, and it makes, a, it makes a lot of sense. I think, you know, for me, when you, when you first try it and decide, hey, you know what, I want to get a, a, a custom piece made. From there on, almost there's a shift in your mind that you know what I don't I don't want to do regular anymore. I don't. <laughs> no one wants to go it backwards. True. Yes. Yes. And more of that, you know, because we're so close with our clients, um, we see changes in their lives. People get promotions. People, you know, start feeling more confident on dates. They. Um, you know, they get married. It's, it's truly <laughs> amazing to see the, the shifts in uh, people's lives because of, you know, dressing well and investing in those timeless, um, uh, long-lasting wardrobes. Yeah, definitely. I I, I, I could see that. And, and I mean, it's got to be rewarding, definitely. You are 
restaurant dress yourself, Richard. So, you know. Hey, I appreciate it. I'm trying. I don't, I don't think there's any problem there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do my best. But yeah, definitely. Once you start to go the custom route, it, it's it's hard to go backwards for sure. Now, sure. now sure. I love this conversation. And I'm sure people want to now get to know you a little bit better. And I would love for you to share with the audience how they can connect with you on social media, you know, reach out to you because you're really responsive on there and also the website and just anything you'd like to share. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just I I love this conversation also. And and thank you so much for having me. Um, But yeah, uh, people can follow our company on Instagram. It is Ian Rios Official, I-A-N-R-I-O-S Official. And also I have my personal account as in Seikon. It's K-S-E-I-K-O-N. And of course, there's also our website, inriosenior.com, where you can, you know, book an appointment and shoot us an email. Definitely, guys, reach out. When people reach out. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? And they will take care of you guys. So don't be a stranger. Don't be shy. Reach out and definitely give her a follow. It's it's a couple of great Instagram pages for sure. We try. We do our best. You definitely do. So I want to thank you for your time on The Life of a Gentleman. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you better and sharing your story with the audience. So thank you very much. It's been great. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. And now it's time for this week's segment of The Gentleman's News. Exclusive interviews with exceptional people discussing all things gentlemen. From business to fashion to lifestyle, industry leaders, authors, and more. This is The Gentleman's News. Hey guys, you are in for a treat in this segment because I am joined by somebody who's been on the show before, a great friend of the show, somebody that I know you probably follow on Instagram. Let's welcome back to the life of a gentleman, the wealthy guy. How's it going today? Oh, Rich, thank you so much for having me again. I'm doing well today. Yeah, I'm glad we could connect once again. The first time you came on, we absolutely crushed it, knocked it out the park. It was so much fun. Great feedback. So I was like, we got to have the wealthy guy back on. And hopefully this won't be the last time because me and you were talking and you had a subject that you brought up that I thought, you know what? We got to talk about this. Let everybody know what you want to talk about, and then we'll dive into it. Yep. So today, I want to talk about why people act rich, all right? Or why people act like they have more money than than they really have. Um, And this is something that, you know, I hear all the time, right? Like keeping up with the Joneses um, and, and, and things like that. And people, you know wanting to have a lifestyle that their income doesn't necessarily support and you know people who kind of walk the straight and narrow that say well why why are you doing that why are you living outside of your means why are you you know acting rich um or acting like you you know you have more money than you actually do and for me i think it's a couple of things you know because my name is the wealthy guy right so as soon as you hear the wealthy guy you associate that with money with wealth um with with affluence um and then you see me and then you see the suits and you see the coats and people's assumption is always he must be rich right exactly see this image and then they're like you know, I get so many DMs from people. How can I be like you? How can I be, you know, rich like you? But really more so because I am an entrepreneur, right? It's more so of an, of an image, right? At, at, at this point, like my business is relatively, relatively new, um, only a couple of years old. So I'm not a millionaire or I'm not, you know, quote unquote rich, right? But my brand is one that, you know, is 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 rich or it can be perceived as as rich. And, you know, my first thought on why people, you know, play rich or 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 act rich is that most people, you know, we are emotional before we're logical. 
right? And people are drawn to, you know, what they think is better, right? The better life, the better car, the better clothes. Um, it's status, right? People, you know, instinctually want to, you know, have more than the next person or be seen in a light that is more positive or, you know, you've achieved more than, than, than someone else financially. So I think, you know, before anything, it boils down to emotion, the feelings that we have, right? When we see other people, or when we see, you know, nice cars or nice homes or, you know, designer clothes, you know, we associate that with status and we want that too. Um, and, and for some people, you know, it's more serious than than others in that people will actually, you know, go out and spend, you know, all of their money on designer clothes or, you know, the latest car or, you know, fancy vacations to, you know, appear or to have the feeling of being rich, even though in 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 real life they're not. You know, does um, that make sense? it does make sense. And I was thinking while you were talking, I'm like, you know, a lot of this is a little bit of insecurity, I would think, you know, because. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you want to, sure. you see other people, right? And you think, okay, there's the wealthy guy. There's this, these other people on Instagram, social media, man, they're, they're living their best life. And look at me. I, I'm not on that level in their head, quote unquote. And so. They, they don't want to feel left behind, so they start to put on right. a little bit of a persona and start to do some extra things that may be a detriment in the end, quite honestly. Right. From a, from a financial perspective, all right, you know, with me, I, you know, I come from a finance background, so I'm like always looking at numbers. Um, but I also come from, you know, financial services where I did make, you know, a six-figure salary, um, and the older that I got and the more I was exposed to how money actually works and, you know, what is, you know, more important in terms of where you put your money, you know, my mindset shift, because when I was 19, 20, yeah, Gucci and, you know, <laughs> this and that and the other because of the status associated with it. But I'm from the Bronx, you know, from the projects. Right. right? And, and, you know, you, the people who did have the Gucci belt or the BMW that, that lived in the projects, you still got respect, right? Like you, you must have money. You must be doing better than, than we're doing. Again, the, the, the status. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is just like where you're deciding to allocate the money that, that, that you have. All right. So, you know, now that I'm older and, you know, I've been around, you know, finances and I, you know, I have my, you know, my place and, you know, I'm running my business and it's a startup business. So, you know, a lot of the money that comes in, it goes right back into the business. So my image of the wealthy guy, yes, right? I'm selling a product that is, you know, affordable luxury. Will people buy it that can't afford it? Of course, right? Because they want to have that status. They want that feeling. It's a good feeling, right? But someone can look at you and say, Oh wow, he he's doing well in life. Or look at that vacation he went on. Or look at his car. Or look at his clothes. I I want to be like you know this person. This is something that will never you know go away because people instinctually right our you know we we're meant to survive and thrive right. Survival is you know food, water, shelter. But the thriving part is where you acquire more than, you know, the next person, right? You you excel in your career, you make more money, you're able to get a bigger house and things like that. 
so these things will I in my opinion you know people playing rich or you know acting like they have more money than they have will never go away yeah you're exactly right that nothing's gonna change that like you said at the beginning when you said keeping up with the Joneses that's an old expression you know right so so nothing has changed there's nothing new under the sun people are going to continue to do it but you know what would be great is if you kind of help the audience and I can chime in and we break down some reasons like why you shouldn't do this why it's actually not necessary and I'd just love to get your perspective because like you said you're an entrepreneur you I'm an entrepreneur we know what it's like running a business a lot of times people see like the glamorous aspect of that and they assume right. man, you, you know like you said hey you, you've got to be a millionaire or if you're not a millionaire you're pretty darn close or whatever you know that the idea they have in their head but from a business standpoint I mean, there's a lot of expenses people don't think about so oh, for sure. when people say hey I'm, I'm a multi six-figure business um there's a lot more that's going out as far as expenses, as far as taxes. Right. We don't even want to talk about the taxes. Oh, yeah. When you get hit with that tax bill, you know, so so it's not always about, hey, playing rich. It, you, I think you need to, I hate this phrase sometimes, but keep it real. You know what I mean, Robert? Right, right. Yeah, no, for sure. And... You know, I, I always tell people that reach out to me, you know, I'm not rich financially. I'm rich in life. <laughs> there you go. I like you know, it. I'm, yes. I'm rich in life because I'm, you know, I'm pursuing, you know, my dream, my passion. And, you know, I'm doing something that I love. You know, people love it. I'm receiving love. So I'm rich in life and in love. And the financial piece will come. Right, because I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. I'm doing it consistently, uh, but I'm also being smart about how I manage the business. Right, so you know, you know, if if people follow me, they know my all of my videos right in my living room. Right, I made a video not too long ago about why I don't have a store. I like that one. Right, a lot of people are like, You're, you, you know, I want to come to your showroom. I want, where's your shop? I don't have one, right? I don't ha I can't afford that expense right now, right? I'm still building my business. So I'm not going to go out and, and uh, you know, get a space and have thou extra thousands of dollars in expenses just to look rich, right? Like... So, you know, my, my product, yes, my product is a high-end product, but you're not going to be wearing my product in the shop. You're going to be wearing it, you know, wherever it is that you're going um, in, in, in the product. So the space is not that, in, you know, it, it's not that important. You, I want to impress you with the product, not necessarily the space. So, you know, I don't have a store and I don't plan to have one anytime soon because it just doesn't make financial sense for my business. Um, and people actually like coming to my space, right? Even with the, you know, even with the video, I saw one time I got a comment from a guy that's like, you know, you're selling these luxury, you know, coats, you know, in your kitchen, you should have a store. And I'm like, firstly, I'm not selling them in my kitchen. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, and, and secondly, you know, my space is my workspace. I do everything from here, you know, including meeting with clients. And not only, you know, is it my, you know, my, my workspace. Yes, I live here too. But because it's my workspace, I get a tax write-off. Exactly. You know, for for using my, you know, a part of my home for my business. So there's a lot of things that, you know, people think, oh, I need a lot of money to start a business or my business has to look this way for people to buy. It's not about the way that the space looks. It's about the service. It's about if people trust you and want to do business with you as, you know, as a person. And, you know, I get plenty of clients that, 
you know, want to do business with me. And they, they're, you know, they're, they're fine with coming and sitting with me here and, you know, and creating their, their, their product. Because at the end of the day, they get a great product and it doesn't matter what the space looked like that they, that they got it in. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, yeah. you know. Here's the thing: yeah. what people don't realize too, they ought to be glad that you're doing it out of your home. You know, a home based business because if you did have the office space, you'd have to mark up the products even more to cover oh, that. So much, so, so much to to cover that. Um. So my my price point is, like I said, it's affordable luxury, and it is where it is because it's a home based business. If I did have a store, I would have to tack on that expense to the product. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, you know, even with me, right? Like, I tell people all the time when I'm sitting down with the clients and I'm looking at fabrics and, you know, looking at fur and things, I'm like, oh, yeah, I would love this for myself. But if you notice on my Instagram, I really wear probably about three suits. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, yep. And I was going to say one of the things that I think draws people to you is that you don't play rich. I mean, you, you are just the wealthy guy. You're yourself. Right. Um, you're not doing anything extra. You're not trying to fool us. You know what I mean? You give right. us you give right. us the look. Hey, this is this is where you come. I love the client videos where people can see it's a comfortable atmosphere. It's a beautiful space, a beautiful home. And I think that actually works to your advantage. So for the entrepreneurs that are out there listening to this right now, because um, a lot of people want to grow a business, take some cues from the wealthy guy. You don't have to play rich. You don't have to try to fool us. And furthermore, in the world of e-commerce, nobody has to know where these items are coming from at all. You know, it, 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 it doesn't matter. There's so many businesses we all buy online. We don't ask to see, you know, their office space or anything like that. So why should we have to do it on social media? Right. If we are living in a time where we've been so bombarded with things that are not real, that people crave real now. You know, and the more real you can be about who you are and what you do and how you do it, that is going that is what attracts people to you. They want real. They don't want, you know, something that looks fairy tale. They want real. Um, and and that it, it's worked for me. Um, so, you know, I, I encourage people who, you know, are starting a business, you know, be smart about it from a financial perspective in terms of what's realistic and, and, and what's not. And, you know, what I also tell clients, too, because I have one client, I had a young client came to get a suit for, for his prom. And I said, well, what kind of what kind of shoes are you going to wear with your suit? And he showed me a picture with fifteen hundred dollar shoes. Wow. And I said, listen, man, you can get, you know, some shoes for three, four hundred dollars that look just as good as those. I'm like, you this is a high school prom. The people that you trying to impress with these $1,500 shoes probably got less money than you, you know? Right. They wouldn't dream of it. The wrong people, <laughs> right? You know? Like, that's only who you're impressing, people who have, have less than you, because people who have more, they most likely, they don't really even care about those types of things. That that's what I've found too. I've come across that so many times when when you're around real movers and shakers, people, you know, for whatever reason you find yourself in a room with people who legitimately are quote unquote wealthy, nobody right. is you the conversation is never, Hey, what what's that brand? Um, you know, what brand shoes are those? Nobody's inquiring about those kind of things. That just right. it just doesn't come up when people really do have the means. Right, right. So, you know, like like I said earlier, I don't think that playing, you know, playing rich, uh, you know, or keeping up with the Joneses will ever go away because we are, as humans, emotional people, and we all look up to status. 
So there will always be people who will go out of their way, you know, to impress others, um, you know, and spend their money and, and buy nice things that they can't necessarily, you know, afford so that they can have that feeling. Yeah. And, and just to kind of wrap this up, too. Along those lines, there's that aspect that you just talked about. And then also what we touched on as an entrepreneur, please don't try to do this as an entrepreneur either. What we've been talking about, find ways to keep your expenses low. Don't get over your head trying to get a brick and mortar space with a lot of rent because that's just going to put a lot more stress on your business, especially at the beginning. Face it, most of us aren't in Silicon Valley. We're not getting uh, investors and and people throwing um, million dollar rounds at us. What we're doing is bootstrapping our business and reinvesting back into it. And if you are extending yourself or overextending yourself, trying to look rich or trying to look like more than what you really are, at that point of your business, you're hurting yourself. So everybody, right. please keep these thoughts in mind and and take a couple cues from the wealthy guy. And hopefully this discussion helped you. Now, Robert, I, I'd love for you to give one last piece of advice right before we close out. And, and then also let everybody know who's not following you already, how they can follow you and see your journey, because it's been an amazing journey. Uh, so my last piece of advice would be focus on the experience Mm. that is what people remember the experience put all of your energy into ensuring that your client has an amazing experience with you this is how people will come back this is how people will tell other people and this is how your business will grow it's not about the space it's you know, it's not about seeming bigger than, than you are. It's about treating that person like they are your first and last client. You know, focus on the experience with people and you will grow your business. And then hopefully one day you won't have to play rich. You be, <laughs> I like you it. You actually be rich. And where you can find me is on Instagram at the wealthy guy and that's T-H-E-W-E-L-T-H-E-G-U-Y. So it's wealthy, the phonetic of you know what we know how wealthy is spelled. I like it. I like it. Everybody give them a follow if you haven't already. And thank you so much for your time. You know, it's always great to chop it up with another entrepreneur, somebody doing positive things, and hopefully we help some people. But really appreciate your time, and we want to have you back on the show for sure, brother. Oh, yeah. You know I'm coming back. All right. You guys heard it. We're going to hold them to it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Hey, gents, let's take a minute and talk some style and fashion. Our guest expert heats up social media with style and definitely can help us enhance our fashion sense. Whether we're a beginner or a style expert, we can always learn more. The style tip of the week is up next. Let's talk fashion, baby. Hey, guys, here we are once again with our expert stylist, Eduardo Xavier. And today we have a treat for you because we're going to talk about something that you know, nine out of 10 guys really don't have in their wardrobe. And that is a vest and wearing a vest with your suit or just knowing how to style the vest. So like I mentioned, our expert Eduardo is on the line. How's it going today? Good, good. Rich. Thank you once again for having me. It's a pleasure to be here once again. Glad you could be here to help us because we get a lot of questions. We have followers from all around the world. People that are interested in business, fashion, just the gentleman's lifestyle. And one of the questions that keeps coming up is the vest. It, it looks great. You know, a lot of people want to have that three-piece look, but there's some, a lot of questions out there about it as well. And we're hoping you can help us clear those up today. Yeah, not a problem, no problem. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a true believer of the three-piece, meaning uh, jacket, pants, and vest. Uh, why is that? Um, so let's put it this way. It is another thing, like like I said in the past, uh, not everyone 
are wearing ties. Not everyone has are wearing a vest. So yes, adding a vest could be a good a good um, uh, extra tool for your attire. Now, yes, there's a couple of things that you need to think considering when you when you get a vest. But why I suggest having a vest, even though you don't need to wear the vest. Uh, together with your two-piece suit. So what I say is that when you're adding a vest to your two-piece suit, jacket and pants, you're adding a second jacket. Why is that? Because you're not going to wear your jacket all the time, but if you want to look formal and appropriate and approachable in a way that, you know, you are in an environment, uh, could be an environment, a work environment or a, a cocktail environment, and you want to just take the jacket off because you feel a little more comfortable, but at the same time, you still want to look uh, classy, dapper, and having something to add to your outfit where everyone else is only with a shirt and sometimes without a tie. So I think the best would be the second jacket. You taking the jacket off, having the vest there, you'll be more, more free to, to move and you still having that style and, and really, you know, it does an appealing. And it, it, it's not only me saying that, you can ask, ask the ladies if they like a guy in the vest and they're always going to say yes. That's, that's probably a few will not accept this or what I just, what I just mentioned. So it, that is one of the things that I, 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 I like to, to put out there. Yeah, try the vest as a second, second jacket. Now, Rich, if you want to actually talk a little bit more about the, the styles. Yeah, I really would like that. Let's let's dive more into the styles. And then I have a question towards the end about how it should fit. Because I see a lot of bad fit on Instagram. Uh, not to pick on anyone, yeah. but, but I see a lot of guys that want to be influencers and stylists and things like that. But uh, they're actually wearing it wrong, and I, I I want you to clear that up. But let's let's go into the styles first, for sure. I'm all ears. No problem. If if you are into a, in, in the market to buy a vest, uh, number one, the vest that you should buy for all year round, all occasions, corporate, not corporate, uh, formal, not formal, it is the five button single breast with five button with point uh, ending points. Uh, and that's your classic item, timeless. That, 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 that type of vest, type of design on the vest will never go out of fashion. So I think you should always have one gray, one blue, and probably one black if you have a black suit. But at least those two, one gray, one blue, meaning a navy blue and a, and, and a tackle gray. Those are your best options right there. Then, um, for more formal, for more formal approach, Go into a double breasted. Double breasted and and try to use a double breast with a long waisted stance. What's that mean? Meaning that the buttons where the button starts are below uh, at least three inches below your chest. Uh, so along those lines where you have uh, a little bit above your belly button is where you want the double breasted to start buttoning uh, up. So uh, think that. If you go higher on, on the button stance, the, the, the double breasted gun take over the shirt completely. And you're not going to be able to see the white shirt or even the tie. So it's too high on the stance. So double breasted go a little lower on the stance. Um, and then, you know, double breasted, you can go into four, uh, four with two, uh, with four, we'll call four by two, or you could even do the, the six by three. And I think probably those are the styles that you can wear in any occasion. There's a variation on those with lapel, without lapel, with show lapel, pick lapel, not lapel. But I don't think I need to go deep on that. Single vest or double vest. The double vest will be your more formal approach. Perfect. Thank you for explaining that. Now, um, my particular question on the fit is sometimes the uh, the vest, when people wear it, it seems like it's too big for them. It's it's kind of bulky. It, it almost makes somebody who is on the slim side look a little bit chunky. Have Have you seen that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. That I can add to that. Um, and and one, I totally agree with you uh, because a vest was was made to hug you, not to be loose as like a jacket. So a vest, you need to think as a vest as a hugging piece. You know, it was created, let's say, for the guys with more, with a, with a bigger belly to try to hide that belly. So 
put a pinky of a more uh, a closer uh, feet on the vest. Don't go for a looser feet just because you want to feel comfortable. You actually feel more comfortable in my case because you don't have the arms there. You feel more comfortable when it's actually suited to you. So because it, it well as, as you said, Rich, it gets too bulky when it's, it's not contorting your 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 underarm and, and so on towards your waist. You really want to create that sort of silhouette that's following every single part of the body, and that's what a, a good vest, a vest uh, uh, should look like. Another thing that I like to add to this is in terms of the length. Most of the guys are buying off the rack, or even the custom cardio guys are not really doing a good job. I gotta be honest with you, and I wanna put out there. And why I wanna say because this shirt should never come out on the bottom, on the edge of, of your of your vest, close to your waist. You you need to make sure when you're buying your vest, your last pattern should touch your waistband your waistband on your pants. Your last button should touch, touch your waistband. Okay, I, 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 I think I made this clear. Because you don't want your shirt to come out of your waist. And you don't want a separation between pants and vest. You want the vest to be a smooth transaction into your pants. You don't want to see another part of, of, of a fabric, which could be a white shirt or a plaid shirt, uh, and even you don't want to see your, shirt, your your tie hanging over there. So make sure your vest, your last button on your vest, is touching your waistband. That's a great tip, and thank you for that because that clears up a lot of things. You want that vest to hug you, like you said, uh, makes a nice silhouette, and for guys with a little extra in the midsection, does a good job of hiding it as well. So That's you met, you mentioned those three colors that are that are perfect to have, you know, maybe starting off with the charcoal gray, the, the navy blue. And with that being said, is it okay then to mix that vest with a suit that you already have? Would that be okay? There you go. One of the reasons I said about the, the gray and, and, and the blue, it's because you can actually mix and match uh, uh, your entire suit. Let's, let's put it this way. I only make suits for myself or buy suits for myself with a three-piece. doesn't mean I'm going to wear a three-piece all the time. I'm going to get the the most out of that three pieces. What that means. The jacket's going to gonna play a good part if I'm wearing a, a, a navy jacket and I can put a gray vest and a navy pants. Or even I can continue with that particular look. If I want to look taller, it's great to create a, a, a two-piece continuation close to your body and then put a, 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 like a, a, a roof over the top. And that just stops from you going up. It creates a, a longer line, a longer silhouette from top to, from bottom to top. And it creates a longer line from your legs towards your head. And this is when you use a, a pen and, and, and vest matching. If you want to break the look, the blue and gray works perfectly anytime with pretty much any, any tie. You can really do a gray vest uh, with uh, um, uh, blue pants and a blue jacket. Perfect. It, 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 it adds something. It has, as, as many people say, a dapper look. And I, I, I truly suggest you guys to break those, those, those three-piece suits. Uh, and if you are buying a three-piece suits, the best uh, two suits to buy will be your gray and your... your um, your navy, navy suits, definitely. You can do about uh, eight looks between those those two suits. Man, that's amazing. Actually, just to think about that, just the two suits getting eight looks. Now, you're probably wondering, man, I want to do the vest thing, uh, but I need some inspiration. I need to figure out exactly how I can pull it off. Guess what? We got you covered. All you have to do is follow our guy, Eduardo Xavier, on Instagram. He wears vests all the time, as he mentioned, styles them to perfection. So, guys, if you want to see that, give him a follow. Eduardo, how can they do that? And how can they get in touch with you if they would like some more help in the style department? Yes, as Rich mentioned, yes, I'm a, I'm an advocate for the, for the best, and I do all type of combinations. Some people probably never thought about those combinations. You can reach and see those combinations in action uh, on my Instagram, Eduardo uh, Xavier underscore L Stylist, and as well, you can reach out, uh, and I have a few looks as well on my uh, uh, 
it's Facebook on my page, uh, All right, guys, there you have it. Give them a follow and get some good information about taking your style to the next level and even some good tips on how to really be professional and grow your business or just grow in the corporate world. So Eduardo, thank you once again. And guys, stay tuned for the next edition of The Life of a Gentleman, where we'll have more tips just like this. That's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. Don't forget, do us this favor. Rate, review, and subscribe this podcast. Why I want you to do that, it's going to help the reach of the show. You're doing us a favor. Literally, it's going to take about 30 seconds of your time. Number two, this information will then be pushed out to your mobile device or telephone every single time a new episode drops. So you don't even have to think about coming back. It just automatically happens for you. And the best part about this show, we have amazing guests like the ones we had today, and the show is absolutely free. Again, thank you to our sponsor, Harrison Blake Apparel. If you want, give them a follow on Instagram at wearlapelpins. Couldn't do this show without their financial support. But also, we have to before we close out, say a big, 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 that's a triple big thank you to our guest today, the wealthy guy. Thank you for coming on. That's his second time being on the show. Totally killed it. It won't be his last time on the show. Eduardo Xavier, who's been on the show multiple times, my partner in crime, we will have him back as well. And a special thank you to one of my favorite people on Instagram, Ksenia K from Ian Rios, New York. Thank you all for contributing to the show. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. Thank you for inspiring us. And guys, don't forget, keep the feedback coming. If you have a show idea, if you want to be featured, if you want to tell your story, reach out to me, Rich, and you can get in touch with me on Instagram at the life of a gent. I will reply to you. I love connecting with you guys and I appreciate the positive feedback. So until next time, Don't forget, go back, listen to over 100 episodes of this podcast. If you've listened to every single episode, shoot me a DM and I got a special surprise for you. But until next time, everybody have an amazing week and take care.